Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Let me hear you make some noise in this place. Hallelujah. Come on, choir, put your hands together for the Lord. Is He worthy of our worship?
should put our hands together and let us welcome the Phanerosis to continue this atmosphere of worship. Amen. Greasy. 
You are going to receive a game changer, a game changer this morning. Ladies and gentlemen, the preacher and the teacher and the prophet and the evangelist is in the house to bring you a word that will change your game. If you're excited, put your hands together. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah!
Somebody put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Every praise to our God. Wow. Let's do something about the sound. It's bad. Amen. Are you excited to be in church this morning? It's a blessed Sunday morning. Hallelujah. I think that those of you who are here, you are more blessed than those who are not here. Oh, yes. (laughs) Do you know why I'm saying that? Because the Bible says in Matthew chapter 5 That one day Jesus was moving So many people followed him Then at a point he wanted to separate the people So he went up a mountain And the Bible says that And his disciples followed him It's not everyone that went up the mountain Yeah And that was when he started talking Blessed are this, blessed are that, blessed are this So the blessings are released for the people who go through the mountain. Hallelujah. So you have climbed the mountain by passing through the rain and you are here. I declare that you are blessed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. What a blessing. Amen. We want to take our memory verse for this morning. Can you do something? Reduce base, increase height, mid, something. Do something to the sound. It's just too bad. Our memory verse for today. Hallelujah. And I'm sure we can all do it. Philippians chapter 3 verse 10. Is that it? Okay. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 10. Okay. Shall we all read it together? Ready, go. Philippians 3 verse 10. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection. And the fellowship of his sufferings Being made conformable unto his death Amen Now, the thing that can help you to remember this thing is that That I may know him And the power of his resurrection Now, he's going backward So, the fellowship of his suffering Being made conformable to death So, he suffered, he died And he was raised up But somehow, the whole thing has been reversed so we want to know the suffering We want to know the resurrection The power of the resurrection Is that it? So that I may know him and the power of his resurrection And the fellowship of his sufferings Be made conformable Unto his death Amen So let's take it again Ready go Philippians chapter 3 verse 10 That I may know him And the power of his resurrection And the fellowship of Of his suffering Being made conformable Unto his death Philippians chapter 3 and verse 10 Okay We can take it can't we We can do people isn't it Alright so let's take it off Shall we take it together Ready go Philippians chapter 3 verse 10 That I may Know him And the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. Philippians chapter 3, verse 10. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we're so grateful. We're so grateful. Oh, just thank God this morning. Me. Under your wings. 
cover me. Cover me within your mighty hand. Within your mighty hand. When the oceans rise and when the oceans rise and the I will soar with you above the storm. Father, you are king over life. Oh, and I will be still and know you are God. Be still, know you are God. Father, we thank you so much this morning. We bless you for this time in your presence. Holy Spirit, please have your way. Let no one leave here the same today. May we receive that which you purpose for us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. I welcome you to feeding 527. Hallelujah. Okay, I know why some of you are not clapping because you don't know what feeding 527 is about. Okay, feeding 527 is a time when we take one of our bishop's books and we feed the church. According to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 27 where the Bible says, I charge you by the Lord that this epistle be read unto all the holy brethren. So this is an epistle, a letter that our father, Bishop Dag, has written. And we are reading it to the whole church. Hallelujah. Is it a good idea? I thought you were going to put your hands together. Alright. So, in order for the whole church to have it, everybody must have a copy. Now, it's it's We've tried to get it at a very good price for you. Normally, I think they sell it for 30 or 40 cities, something like that. But we are selling it for 10 Ghana cities. Wow. Oh. Some of you, you are not being grateful at all. Right. So, I believe we have the books. Everybody must get a copy so that we can all go through together. Lycos. That's the book. So, everyone get a copy. I know ladies, you'll be using a lot of money to do your hair. Yesterday you went to the salon. How much did you use? Tell me. You see, you can't say it. So if you can't buy the book, and some of you, you use credit, you talk on the phone hours, and you don't feel it. But when we have to use it in the church, it's a problem. Everyone must have your copy. I got my copy. Your copy... I have my copy. You have your copy. I open my copy. copy. You, you open, open your, your copy. copy. I open my copy. You open your copy. What a blessing. What a blessing. Oh, drama. What a blessing. I open your copy. What a blessing. What a blessing, what a blessing, if you need one, wave your hand, I have my copy, hey, 
Do you have your coffee? Why don't you wave it? I have my coffee. You have your coffee. Hey, coffee. You open your coffee. I open my coffee. You open your coffee. Come on. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. I open my coffee. Come on. What a blessing. What a blessing. If you don't have it, wave your hand. You got it. Come on. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. You open your coffee. Wow. Are you excited? Put your hands together for Jesus. Right. So we are teaching from this book, Lycos. Lycos. Lay men, lay people, lay pastors, volunteers. Amen. Right. So today we're going to take off and I trust that it's going to be a blessing. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 25. Matthew chapter 25. Amen. All right. (laughs) Matthew chapter 25 verse 14. Jesus gave a parable. He said that for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. Look at verse 15. He says that, and he gave unto one five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straight away took his journey. Amen. Now, what you need to realize is that we all have different abilities. We are all not the same. We have different abilities. What I'm able to do is not the same as what you are able to do. And what you are able to do is different from what I'm able to do. So, we are not the same. We are are different. And so, God also doesn't expect all of us to be doing the same thing. Because your ability is different. And sometimes, based on your background based on um, how you were brought up, things you have seen before, your exposure to certain things, you are able to do some things. Yeah? Some people are able to play keyboard because when they were growing up, they had somebody who was playing keyboard around them. They learned it. Yeah? So a whole lot of things comes as a result of your ability. And that is why also we believe that in the church, people have different abilities to do different things. And um, we realize that you don't necessarily have to be special or a specialist in something to be able to do them. And um, Lycos, or the layman, is all about that. It's actually a Greek word uh, which means having no skills. <laughs> having no skills. It also means not qualified. In a certain field you are, you are not qualified In a certain field And when it comes to ministry It's like you are distant When it comes to the clergy You are far Yeah You are not that close You know So um, The layman or the lycos That's what it means In fact It used to be A term that I mean It, it was quite a humbling term it's supposed to be a negative term when you are called a lycos. 
it's like you are bereft of things you are bereft of gifts and you don't have anything you don't know anything so when they call you a lycos you are zero you know but also another word that was used for the word lycos was the word laos l-a-o-s laos which means people of god people of god so they realized that the people of god are also ordinary people laos so even though it may look like a negative term it's also a good term we are all laos we are all lycos we are all we all we didn't read for inside <laughs> hallelujah so one of the things they realize is that when a lycos or a laos a lycos is resourced encouraged and trained they end up doing very well yeah in fact i think in um, 2006 the, the common man was voted as a great person. They, they had uh, some kind of uh, research or whatever, and they found out that the common man was a great person. So it was something that was celebrated. So when a common man is really encouraged to do well, they do very well. And as we go through the definitions of who Elikos is, you will see that you identify easily with who Elikos is. And so you are also capable of becoming somebody very great. I see you becoming great in the name of Jesus. So history teaches us that great things can be accomplished through people who lack skills. A quick glance at the achievements of lay people or common people will inspire you to use them in the ministry. Through laymen, souls will be saved. Cells will be established, churches will grow, and God's work will flourish. Hallelujah. Oh, I thought you were going to put your hands together. Amen. So, a few definitions of the word layman. Who a layman is. Number one, a layman is an ordinary person. <laughs> An ordinary person. Is there anybody here who feels ordinary? You are ordinary. You are not any bios person. Just ordinary. Yeah. Most of us, majority, we are ordinary people. Hallelujah. It also means a normal person. Wow. A normal person. A normal person who wee-wees, who poo-poos. There are some people when you look at them, they look like they don't poo-poo. Have you seen some people like that before? Have, have you seen some people like that before? The way they even walk, it's like if they even do poo-poo, it's like what comes out golden golden eggs and roasted chicken and things that come out. It's like a perfume. Meanwhile, some of those people those people they rather Especially the sisters. International downloading. When you look at the sisters as you're moving around, they look very. Have you seen some sisters like that? 
Yeah, even the sisters, when you look at yourselves, you say, hey, this one, it doesn't look like somebody who poo poo. I'm sure as you are married, you, you are finding out that. Yeah. But when you see them moving around, it's like, Charlie, they don't do such things. But we are all ordinary people. We are all normal people. How many normal people? Normal people. Oh, this message will be very good for you because you are inside the message. And then, a layman is a commonplace person. Commonplace. Wow. It means that these people, you find them at common places. Yeah, you go to a chop bar, they are there. Do you know some chop bars? Don't mind your wife, chop bar. Ben Man Special. After church. Hey, which one is that one? It's a certain place. And there are common people there. Hey. So, there are some people you will not find them everywhere. But, there are some people common place. They are there. Places where they don't introduce you. Yeah. When you can, we are all, we all, we, we, we day inside. We be for it. Light, light down chapel. We be for we all. <laughs> It's a common play. Nobody is introducing you. Nobody is. You are just there. Wow. Number four. A layman is a usual person. Usual. 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 I mean, usual. We, we, we see usual. Yeah. There are things that we expect. You are, you are part of it. You are part of those things. <laughs> As usual. I mean. People they are they are not regular, you know. When you go and buy clothes, they have regular <laughs> there are some to the XL, some to small, petite. So we, we are all not the same, but usually there is what we call regular. I see that these days they clothes they have even shoes, they have slim Slim fit and then regular fit. Uh-huh. So most people in the regular. Yeah, it's just a few people. I, I can see some of the pastors, they fall in the slim fit. <laughs> but most people fall under regular. Regular. When they are shoe, you have regular regular size. There's a size that is regular. Amen. And then a layman is also what? A common person. Yeah, you find him around. When one campus, there was a place, Unity Hall, they have a place people sit there, they call it always around. <laughs> it's that like people sit there, it's just a place people come and sit and chat, always around. Yeah, so you are one of those people. When we go to always around, you are there. Uh, Reverend Eric, were you in Unity Hall? You and Kat, it's true. You and Kat. Yeah, but always around. People, they are there. Common people. You find them. They are there all the time. And then a layman is also an everyday person. Everyday person. It's not everybody who is an everyday person. Yeah. Yeah. Some people, you just see them on special days. I mean, if, if, if somebody like President Mahama is not somebody you see every day. 
Yeah, you, you will see him once a while. But um, I'm sure you and Pastor Richie is like an every day. <laughs> Anywhere you pass, the person is there every day. You, you will meet the person either in the trotro or in the taxi or somewhere. Everyday person. Hey, are you an everyday person? Yeah. There are some people, they look very this thing. A layman is also what? An average person. Wow. How many realize you are average? You, you are just okay. You are not any. Yeah. When you talk about scriptures, you, you average. You know a few. Yeah. There are some people who know a lot of scripture, but you, you, you know. I mean, a majority of the people fall in that category. How many fall in that category? At least. You have it. <laughs> what a shock. Number nine, an, a layman is someone who is not a professional. Yeah. A professional is someone who is taking it here as his job. Like, let's say the ministry work I'm doing is my profession. But maybe it's not, you yeah, are not. <laughs> you know, and most people are not. Yeah, they are not professionals. You know, even in our church, about 90% are not professionals. Like, your whole life you are doing ministry. But we have so many pastors. Just the 10, about 10% that really, I mean, professional, doing the thing as their profession. Or let's say being paid by the church for what they do. Amen. Oh, are you there? decided to go back home. Number 10. Oh, Let's already go. A layman is someone who is not an expert. Wow. Expect. There are some people who are expect things. But it's not everybody who is like that. For instance, it's, if Isudanaba comes and is ministering the spirit. Expect. I mean, when he moves, then the Holy Ghost is moving like that. I tell you. But some of you, you will come and stand there, scream, shout, hey, hey, still. You will sing all the songs you know in the world. Still, there's no move. Yeah. Then you have to kick people. Do this. The uh, majority of the people are like that. Not everybody is an expert at certain things. Amen. Wow. But I see the Lord touching you. And I see the Lord blessing you, and He's going to use you mightily. You may not be an expert, but God will use you. Oh, you don't believe? I said you may not be an expert, but God will use you. Number eleven. Together, go. A layman is someone who is not specialized. Wow. So you can specialize in something. Yeah, but if you are not a specialist in it, you see that. You are also lacking. You are not able to do things in a certain way. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Some people are specialists when it comes to songs that they sing. They are specialists. They can sing. But others are not. I mean, when we look at the choir, there are some people that are specialists. Some too. If a majority of them are joining in the... All right. Number 13 or number 12. 
A layman is someone who is not skilled. Yeah. There's a skill in doing things. If you don't have it, you can't do it. It's not everybody who can do certain things. If you went to a hospital, you have a heart condition. They need to do a surgery. Then before you realize, the nurse that you met at the OPD, she has come to stand there that she's coming to do the surgery. Hey! You run away. Because she's not skilled. Yeah. But there are some people who are skilled. Specialists. They know how to do some things. Number 13. A layman is someone who is not trained. Yeah. You realize you don't have any training anywhere. Training. In fact, most of us, we've not really had any training anywhere. We are just here and we are just believing God to do something. We are. People, we are. Shall I, if we haven't received training, we are doing this. You too can do something. Number 14, a layman is someone who is not certified. Yeah. Because if you are certified, it's kind of, um, yeah. You have been certified. I mean, like you have a certificate in the thing. Certificate to do something, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they have a certificate. People, they haven't gone to anywhere with a certificate. Yeah. People have come to university. They have certificate, but not most people don't have the certificate. <laughs> what a shock! And then finally, number fifteen: a layman is someone who is not licensed. Okay, so let's say even all the pastors here, not everyone is licensed to officiate weddings. Yes, he's a pastor, all right. So, oh, I have a pastor, he will do it for me. It doesn't work like that. The person must be licensed to do things. So, he's not licensed to officiate weddings, to bury people, and all that. So, you need a license for that. (laughs) What a shock. Amen. Now, oh, I see you becoming a great person. Even though you are a psychos, God is about to use you in the name of Jesus. Now, isn't it encouraging to know that even though not everyone or majority of people are not uh, what you would describe as specialists or whatever, we are still able to have people to do the work. That is why I believe that you too, God is going to use you. I'm sure the bishop wrote this book to encourage somebody here who feels average, who feels like a commonplace person, who feels like a um, usual person, who feels like what? An average person, a normal person, an everyday person, a regular person. Is there anybody like that who feels like that here? Today I came to bring you good news that God is going to use you also. Amen. Now, there have been great achievements that have been uh, chalked in the world. And in fact, in history, you will see that uh, in the time of the medieval times, I mean, after the fall of the Roman Empire and all that, we saw that the common man came up. See, before then, what happened was that there three categories of people. Yeah, they have the the nobles, 
Wow. Are we okay? The sound. Okay. So we have the nobles. These are the special people. It's like they are born to rule. They are born to be kings. They are born to be president. It's like when they are born, you know that I am going to be a president. Hey! How many people are like that here? You know that you are going to be a president. I mean, it's not... <laughs> so this is another group, a, a, a particular group. <laughs> hey, some people are wondering, that man, assembly man, you don't feel that you are going to be. And then the second group of people is the church. Okay, the church, which is responsible for taking up spiritual things. Then the third group is Lycos. Or the lay people. Yeah, the people, the regular people. They are responsible for working for all these people. So they will go and work very hard. They will get something and bring it to these people. But during that time, a whole lot of changes took place. And even though this layman, they realized that the layman was really making a difference. Even in the economy, they realized that when more people learned how to drive a car, the, the, the fuel prices and things went up. They were making more money because more people were driving cars now. Hey, you shall not be a layman anymore. I see the Lord using you mightily in the name of Jesus. All right, okay. Just excuse us. All right. Are you there? Decided to go back home. Boom, boom the preaching for me so that I can give me the volume so I can boom the preaching. Amen. So the layman they realized that the layman contributed a lot to the society. And now they have to look at the layman in a different light. And that is why in this church, we believe in the use of lay people. Because lay people are very, very, very special and very important. Amen. So, the first area where we want to see where lay people have been instrumental is the church. Lay people were the pillars of the great reformation of the church. And Martin Luther translated the Bible into the language of the common people. Yeah. It's like the Bible is in Greek or Hebrew or Hebrew. We, we, we couldn't read it. And so people look at the Bible and there were certain people who were like experts who were skilled, who were trained, who were licensed, certified to read the Bible. Hey! Can you imagine that if you came to church and the Bible, there are only certified people who can read it. All of us will sit down and hear what they, they, they have to say. Whatever they say, we take it. That was what was happening then. You know funny, sir? When you come to church, the pastor will say, something, and then he says, this is what it means. We take it like that. No. But one day, a certain man by name Martin Luther, a commoner, a commonplace person, a regular person, a, a, a normal person, everyday person, 
average person. He said, no, this thing, we need to know what it is. So he managed to get some insight into the thing. And he broke the Bible down and started explaining it to the people that, oh, this thing, Romans chapter this, Ephesians chapter this, this is what it means. Hallelujah. He actually brought them Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8, that by faith are ye saved. It is not by bringing some money or some doing some things, by faith are ye saved. Immediately when the people saw the thing, they said, what? Is it what it means? Oh, then we are all going to be saved. We are all going to do the work of God. We are all going to preach the gospel. Something changed within the people. Because now light has been thrown on the thing. Understanding has come. Everyday person can also read the Bible. In fact, the people were not happy with him. That he brought the Bible down that way. Because he brought it into key. Into God. Into everywhere. So now people can read the Bible. So, oh, is it what it means? Now when the Bible got into the hands of the people. And they started preaching the word. And they started sending the gospel around. What a transformation. What a change. What a move of the Holy Ghost. I came to announce to somebody here. If we are going to be trained. If you can have insight. You can have understanding. When people are taken to a camp. And they are trained. And they are built up. They become great people in the house of God. And I see you as one of those people. That God is going to use in these end times. If you believe you are the one shout yes. You may be a commoner. You may be a layman. You may be a, a commonplace person. You may be an everyday person. You may be a regular person. But I came to announce to you that the Holy Ghost is about to equip you. God is about to lift you up and use you mightily. Can I hear a commoner and a normal person and a usual person? Give the Lord a shh. Give me some volume and boom the sound for me because... It's too powerful. Hey. They said when the Bible got into the hands of the common man, he became a dynamo. Wow. dynamo. 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 Tell three people, I see you becoming a dynamo. I'm sure a normal, everyday person is asking, what is a dynamo? It's not strange at all. It is normal for you to ask. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hey! Hey! Hey, Calvin, are you there? I can't feel you at all. Now listen. The second thing is that you need to understand that, listen, there's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new. In fact, lay people are the pillars of the great Methodist church. Wow! We didn't know. But now we know. It is not a new thing. It has been there. When this man, um, John Wesley, started doing the work of God, he realized that ah, what he was doing is not any strange thing. If people are told what to do, they can do it. We teach them PVCI, prayer, visitation, counseling, interaction, do this, have this here, 
on Sunday, go on visitation. Do the oh, a lot of commonplace, normal, average people can also do the work. Hey, that is why I see more average people in the church doing the work. Oh, some people don't believe me. I said, I see more average people doing the work in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. To the extent that even my mother, they they have what they call lay preachers. My mother was one of those people in the Methodist church. By the middle of the 20th century, Methodism was the largest Protestant denomination in the United States. The great Methodist church has ridden on the backs of lay people. A very early tradition of preaching in the Methodist churches was for a lay preacher to be appointed to lead services of worship and preach in a group of churches called a circuit. But this morning I, I, I went to a Methodist church before coming. And as I was there, a lay person was leading. She was just leading us. She did a lot of, she conducted the service but before the pastor himself came. No, the specialist came after the lay and the everyday commoner. She led us in a powerful prayer time. I was with Pastor Richie. She would tell she led us. We prayed powerfully. Hey. I see you also doing a great work. The lay preacher walked or rode on horseback in a prescribed circuit of the preaching places according to an agreed pattern and timing. And after the appointment of ministers and pastors, this lay preaching tradition continued with the Methodist local preachers being appointed by individual churches and in turn approved and invited by nearby churches as an adjunct to the minister or during their planned absences. So, if the pastor is not there, somebody can take over. Hey, I see you being the next person taking over your zone. <laughs> yeah. Even the Catholic Church, until about 45 years ago, they, they, they also practiced lay this thing. They had lay people in the church and they were doing it. Number three, lay people were the pillars of the largest single church in the world. And we are talking about the Yoido Gospel Church, the church that Pastor Yongicho pastors. It's a mega church. Many years ago, when they were voted as the largest church in the world by the Guinness Book of Records, there were about 830,000 people in the church. 830,000 people. What? Today, I don't know. I'm sure there are, are more than one million. But listen, how can one person pastor 830,000 people? And how can we even have enough pastors to pastor everybody? It cannot be. And the church is going to pay everybody. But when you go there, you see lay people, businessmen, businesswomen, they are doing the work. You see them there the whole day. People have volunteered, they, are, they bought buses and they are using it to convey people from their homes. Like today, as it's raining, it's not a problem. The buses will be bringing the people to church. It's not a problem at all. Lay people. In 1967, they had 125 cell groups, like how we have Basels. 1967. Hey! We are here 2000 something. You drew 120 something. <laughs> they, 1967. Yeah. 
Today they have so many cells all over Korea. And these are just handled by lay people in their home. And they get people, they teach them the word of God. Teach them one, two, three, that's it. Market women, they're normal, everyday, usual, ordinary, uh, common. They are the people. I'm telling you, if you also sat in your house and you take the Bible, you a commoner, you a usual person, you an everyday person, you will also be able to teach somebody. It's like some people have said to them that it's only the pastor who can do it. But by this book, Lycos, a gateway is being made for you, a layman, a commoner, to also preach the gospel. I see lay people preaching the gospel. I see commoners preaching the gospel. Church of Pentecost. They also practice the same. Way back, 1937, when James McKeon came to Ghana, Set up the, the, the church of Pentecost as a man and it has grown today. It's a worldwide ministry, they have a lot of elders, elders in the church, all lay people, lay people. When you go, elder this, elder this, elder miracle. Have you heard it before? Elder this, elder that. They, they, they are all lay people. They are not, they are common, common people, everyday people, ordinary people, usual people. Average people, but they are all doing. Even a gentleman, I gave my the day I gave my life to Christ, he also gave his life to Christ the same day. I have not seen him since we finished school. The two of us gave our lives to Christ the same day. Recently, I met him at a funeral. I met him. I said, Hey, Kofi. I said, What are you doing now? He said, He's an elder, the Church of Pentecost. Oh, I was so happy. The brother who led us to Christ, I, I, I'm, I'm wondering. Whether he knew what he was doing. The two of us, we, we gave our lives to Christ. Yeah. But he was also a commoner. Who just said, let me share my quiet time. We're in the same classroom on campus. Commoner. He just, I, have to sh- I want to share my quiet time. And that's it. You have no idea what you can do. Oh, I see you also. You are a dynamo. Let me just finish. I want to finish quickly. Lay people are the pillars of the huge networks of churches. Nigeria and Ghana. Finally, great achievements in the secular world. Wow. Number one, the great government system of democracy was birthed through lay people. It was called democratia. Democratia. Gracia is control. Demo is people. So, people control. That's where democracy came from. So, the people can also control by the power of the thumb. So when the people take their thumb and vote, they say, no, that's all. That's the end of it. Achaking me. Hey! And in this December, something is going to happen like that. People will take their kokromoti and put it. That is the Lycos power. Hey! You have no idea what the layman lim- democratia Yes. Demo people. Gracia. Control. They have control. Power. Now they respect the layman. If you joke, just 20,000 people, then you have lost the, you have lost the election. 20,000 lay people. You see that you, 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 you have lost the election. 
So democracy is the common man's participation and influence in a country. Small power be that you have, but I tell you, it's very powerful. And democracy is built upon the principles of equal opportunity given to all common people. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes people wait till four years before they can exercise it. But really, it's not supposed to be four years. You should be able to exercise it all the time. That's the power. The great superpower was given birth to through lay people in America. And we saw it during the election when Obama Obama, through lay people, he was able to gather money. Everybody, yes we can, 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 yes we can. Before he realized he has collected about over 80 million dollars. Everybody, one dollar, five dollar. You see, that is why when the commoner decides to pay his tithes, when the commoner brings his tithes to the church, when you also bring your tithe, we can have money to build the church and we can do the work of God. I came to speak to somebody here that God wants to use you. God wants to use the little you have. You may think of yourself as not being able, but you are well able. You can do something. You may not be a specialist, but you can also sing a song. And I see more people rising up to join the choir, to sing songs unto the Lord. I see more people doing the dancing with the dancers in the church. I see more people joining in the work, the pastoral work, to do visitation, to pray for people, to counsel people. I see more lay people rising up in the church. Oh, by the end of this season, God will raise up more people. You are going to be one of them. I see see God using him. I see an anointing and a grace coming upon you. According to your ability, God can use you and God will use you. Put your hands together. Stand to your feet. Give the Lord a a shout. Hallelujah. Lift up your hand and talk to God right now. Ask God to speak to you. Pray that God will anoint you and strengthen you to also be one of the lay people that God is using. Lift up your hands and talk to God. Talk to God. Pray that the little you have, God will be able to use it. God will be able to use it. God will be able to use it. Lift up your voice and talk to God. In just a minute. In just a minute. In just a minute. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for raising more people, more people in the church, people who feel ordinary, people who feel normal, people who feel they are average, that, Lord, you are raising them to use them. We thank you, O God. We bless you, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. And hide me under your wings. Under your wings. Cover me, cover me. Within your mighty hand, within your mighty hand, oh, when the oceans rise and thunders roar, oh, I will stop with you, Father. 
Yes, Lord. And knows you. Oh, I will be still. Know you. Listen, I sense in my spirit that God has something special for you in this month of October. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 8 and verse 1. The Lord just started that scripture. The Bible says that. And God remembered Noah. I came to announce to somebody that God will remember you in this month. The Bible says that there was water on the land. But the Lord caused a wind to blow on the land. And the waters assuaged. May every problem, may every situation in your life. That is causing you not to be stable. May the waters, may the wind of the spirit of God blow it away. But I like what the Bible says in verse 5. The Bible says that the waters continue to decrease until the 10th month. This is the 10th month. This is the month that every problem is going to disappear in the name of Jesus. And the Bible says that And the tops of the mountains Were seen Whatever miracle you have not seen From the beginning of the year You shall see it in the name of Jesus Today if you are here Maybe you just feel like God has forgotten you It's a time for God to remember you It's not everybody But you just feel that God has forgotten you I need you to come to the front You thought that there was something that should have happened You haven't seen it yet God must have forgotten about me No, he hasn't forgotten about you Come to me just now I want to just pray with you Pastors will just lay hands on you God has not forgotten you Come all the way God has not forgotten you You feel weak You feel like giving up You feel weak Pastors, let's just lay hands on them. In the name of Jesus. God has not forgotten you. God has not forgotten you. Pastors, can we do this quickly? We have just one minute. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Pray. Yes, Lord. The Lord has not forgotten you. He has not forgotten you, my dear. He has not forgotten you, mama. He has not forgotten you. God shall remember you. In this month of October, God will remember you. He will remember you. Remembered Noah, and the Lord remembered you, and the Lord remembered Kwame, and the Lord remembered Achua, and the Lord remembered you, and the Lord remembered you. That's you. That's you. The Lord has remembered you. Believe it. By the end of this month, you will know that God has remembered you. When the oceans rise, oh, when the Thank you, Lord Jesus. If you are sick in any part of your body, come to the front. Let's pray with you. You are sick. You are not feeling well. Come, let's pray with you. We are believing God to touch you. Come and receive healing right now. Pastors, lay hands. Touch them. May you receive healing. Receive deliverance. In the name of Jesus. Healing in your body. Healing in your body. 
for today thank you for your touch thank you that is the month you're going to remember us we curse every sickness and disease thank you that your people are well in the name of jesus somebody put your hands together and give the lord a shout hallelujah right now every head bowed all eyes closed before we leave here if you're here somebody invited you to church but you're not born again you don't know jesus as lord and savior Today's a good day to surrender your heart to the Lord. If you're here like that, wherever you are, just lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. You want to surrender your heart to Jesus. God bless you. I see your hands. I see your hands. Let them go up above your head. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, I want you to come to me quickly. Come to me right now. I'm going to pray with you. Ashes, help them to come. Come, let's pray. For them. Come. Come all the way. Come. Today's a day of salvation. All to thee, my blessed Savior. Come. Come. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Those of you in front, I want you to lift up your two hands. It's a sign of surrender. Let's pray together. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, I thank you for shedding your blood to save me from my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. From today, I will serve you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.